0: Chapter 4 C. Podcasts The beauty of podcasts is that you can listen to them anywhere. Going for a walk, in the gym, in the car, and so on. That's why they've become one of the most popular mediums in the world. As of mid-2023, there are 464.7 million podcast listeners globally. This number is predicted to reach 504 million by 2024, the podcast industry market size is 23.5 billion US dollars. And the best VC firms know this. Unlike blogs, white papers, or email newsletters, podcasts give us perhaps the best vehicle to develop an intimate connection with the listener. Think about the podcasts you listen to. You probably feel like you kinda know the hosts already, even though you've never met them. You're literally getting inside the head of your audience for 30 or more minutes a week with a podcast. After a while, they'll begin to feel that same sense of familiarity and trust with you. Other mediums simply don't do this. Not even video, which is nowhere near as consumable on the go as podcasts are. Podcasts, of course, can be short form, up to five minutes long, or long form, up to several hours long, and typically fall into one of the following buckets. Interview podcasts, solo podcasts, panel or roundtable discussions, narrative or storytelling podcasts, educational how-to podcasts, news and current events podcasts, conversational or chat podcasts, review and analysis podcasts, live stream podcasts, and micro podcasts. So what am I talking about? Well, interview podcasts are pretty self-explanatory, so let's just move on to the next one. Solo podcasts, this is essentially you as a host sharing your thoughts, telling stories, perhaps providing an update in terms of what you're seeing in the market, as opposed to interviewing a guest. Panel and roundtables are essentially what you'd find at a conference, except recorded for a podcast discussion. Narrative or storytelling podcasts is what you might find in a podcast like Wondery's Business Wars. It's a great example of a slick narrative form podcast that tells us about David and Goliath stories, such as Blockbuster versus Netflix. Another narrative or storytelling podcast that you might be familiar with is Acquired by Ben Gilbert and David Rosenthal. They take a similar approach as Business Wars, except theirs is less polished sans the sound effects and voice acting of business wars educational podcasts might provide listeners with valuable insights tips and guidance on a specific subject or skill news and current events podcasts you might say that the all-in podcast featuring jason calacanis chamath david Sachs, and david friedberg is one of these types of shows as they typically deep dive into the news of the day each week Um, making it easier for them to essentially hijack news by talking to stories people want to hear about in a timely manner. Review and analyses podcasts might provide in-depth reviews of various media, such as books, movies, TV shows, video games, or tech gadgets. And finally, micro-podcasts. So these are very short, bite-sized episodes, often under 10 and sometimes under 5 minutes, offering quick insights, tips, or stories, You could essentially publish lots of these a year, like we're talking one a day perhaps, so maybe 300 plus episodes a year, which will no doubt help you stand out over time. A great example of this is Neil Patel and Eric Stewart's Marketing School podcast, which brings you up to 10 minutes of actionable marketing tips each and every day. So let's get into some podcast tips. One, relevance. Ensure that your podcast content aligns with the interests and needs of your target audience. Two, production. Invest in some quality production to create what is going to be, hopefully, an engaging listening experience. Now, of course, we don't need to break the bank. We don't even need to hire a recording studio. A couple of quality microphones and an audio interface is usually enough. For example, I'm recording this audiobook. On a Steinberg audio interface with a $200 Shure microphone. The whole setup set me back about $350. Now, whether it's a Behringer setup for $300, which you can find a link to in the text version of this audiobook, or a slightly better Zoom setup, which might set you back about six dollars or $700, crystal clear booming sound is only a few hundred bucks away and you can record from the comfort of your own home. 3. Consistency Most podcasters pod fade. They give up after just 7 episodes. Content is a long game. Commit to at least 100 episodes and a consistent publishing schedule. 4. Start big It has been alleged for many years now that Apple Podcasts favours new shows that start with a handful of episodes. 7 or more, instead of just one. And that by doing so, your show has a better chance of ending up on Apple's new and noteworthy list, and even the charts, which can help more people discover your show and hopefully subscribe. But by getting to the charts, you're also more likely to get more high-profile guests on and create a flywheel of sorts. Five, hire someone to host your podcast. So there are pros and cons with this. If you want to build your personal brand and build relationships with other founders and VCs in the industry, you might want to host the podcast yourself. Of course, it might take an hour of your week out of your calendar, but that's okay if that's what you're working towards. And of course, firms like Sonic Boom can help you with booking guests and doing all of the post-production and marketing. But you might not want to host the podcast. You might just want to get the brand out there. In which case, you could hire someone to host it for you. Now, other firms like A16Z have done this. They hired the author of Doing Content Right, Stephanie Smith, to host the A16Z podcast. Whereas Notion Capital hired an actor to host their own podcast. So what I'm seeing in the industry is probably a 90-10 split in favor of VC's providing the talent to host their podcasts. Now this could be anyone from say a managing partner down to an associate, or they're going outside the building and hiring talent to host podcasts for them. Now, when it comes to software, Audacity is a great tool for recording in person and at home. Whereas if you're going to be running online interviews, Most video conferencing tools such as Zoom have built-in recording functions to capture both audio and video. Now, in terms of hosting, Acast is great if you plan to monetize your show with ads, whereas Substack offers a free hosting service that also does a great job of producing transcripts and marketing snippets for you. There are numerous other players on the market too, such as Libsyn, which I've used for about seven years now. Again, tie it back to the goals and target audience you defined earlier. Some of my favorite examples of podcasts from the VC world include Harry Stebbings' 20-Minute VC, the A16Z podcast, now hosted by Stephanie Smith, Reid Hoffman's Masters of Scale, the All In podcast, How to Start a Startup by Y Combinator, Acquired by Ben Gilbert and David Rosenthal, The Pitch, The Full Ratchet, First Mark Capital's Mad Podcast, which is all about machine learning, AI, and data. This week in Startups by Jason Calacanis. Equity by Alex Wilhelm and Natasha Mascarenas. and of course Venture-backed, which is hosted by Yours Truly. That, of course, my friends, is a shameful plug. In the next chapter, we'll dive in to video.